Welcome to Monday Night Fever on West Underground, Sydney's number one music podcast. And uh, this is episode number two. And it's just me and Jack again. We're back. Unedited. Unedited, unfiltered. Untrained. Uh, (laughs) Untoilet trained. Sometimes. No pressure, just us. Yeah, man. Just us in a little, in a little quiet place. You know how you're just talking about together. Un- <laughs> uh, you know how you're just talking about untoilet trained man. Yesterday, I was in the city mm. for for uh, for Valentine's Day. Okay, you. It looks yeah. very cute. It looks very cute. That, by the way. Oh, it was. I dressed to the nines last night. I had a velvet jacket on. Full, you know the. I, I think we were looking like well fit out in the city last night. Mm. You know? And um, anyway, but the point of the thing is I got into the city and I couldn't find a bathroom for the life of me. And I thought, holy shit, um, this is the first time I, I think I'm going to actually piss myself. I, I couldn't think oh. of another option. Oh, thank the heavens. It was a number one, a numero uno. Not Ooh. you just dro- dropping a big dirty turd in Darling Harbour. <laughs> Could you imagine? And, and Jack, and Jack, what happened? I shit myself. I thought that's where it was going. Well, <laughs> and, the, and the and the velvet jacket made a bloody good toilet paper, mate. Well, uh, am, I, am I being racist? Am I being racist? There? Is that racist? Well, I felt racist. I well, I don't think it's racist. Like, I mean, we're all part. Well, <laughs> it's weird, isn't it? Because, like, how can it be racist when we uh, when we uh, well, English, or most of us are English anyway. Oh, yeah. You palm. Yeah. All right, back to the story about you shitting yourself. I'm sorry. Go on. Yeah. Oh, anyway, I nearly pissed myself, which I think pissed oh, myself yeah. worse, to, to be honest, because it hurts. Like, you can kind of hold on to a shit for longer than you can hold on to a piss. When you've got a piss <laughs> and you drink like a liter of water and you've got to go and you feel it like burning and every, like, every step you take hurts. <laughs> every every even you just go fuck am i gonna have to just go against the wall here down you know near circular key are you uh are you talking about an sti because that sounds a lot like an sti no man it's something allegedly STI. allegedly you pervert i think an sti hurts when you actually do do the piss like that's where it hurts you do do you do do the piss Huh? Do do the piss. I didn't do any do do with my piss. You, you didn't do do nothing. But uh, no, I think that's where that's where that hurts. I it only hurt it me because I've been holding on to it for so long, and it hurt my like it hurt my like uh, like I thought that my bladder was about to explode. That's why it fucking hurt. It's hard as well when you're thinking about it, and then yeah. you're like, stop thinking about it, and then you're on. The fucking river cat. Yeah. <laughs> and, oh, and you're surrounded by water and you're thinking, oh, I could just, oh, I could just have a pee pee in there. No one would even know. <laughs> yeah, man. The look, jumping in the water was pretty tempting. But um, I, look, when I actually did get to find a bathroom, it was orgasmic. It was like the best relief ever in, ever in my life. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. There's a very real thing about, and I don't know if it's just when men get older, but you know, like when you're in the pub and you go to the bathroom and you hear the symphony, not not the, the sniffity, sniffity, symphony, the other symphony, the men all stand in there, zipper down. Yeah. No about, no about. Goosh. For some lucky fellas. And then, and then there's the, and everywhere around the world even on different time zones yeah even the other side of the equator everyone is joined in that and i'd love to know if women feel that exact relief and sensation i think they would man i think it's just a feeling of like a, a full bladder that's what it is it's you being too hydrated 
I think that's the sensation of being too hydrated. It's it's when you when you drink beer, that's that's the worst, isn't it? Yeah, man. I, have, you been... ever, have you ever been on a played a gig and you've had a long drive back and you're like, ah, oh, I need this. But yeah. you've already stopped. And then you're like, oh, I could pee in this bottle of Mountain Dew. Yeah. You know, and then you're pissing all over your drummer's car. He's not happy about it. You go to throw her out the window. The bass player's in the back seat. It's all over his face. This is an only specific story. Jack. It's it a happened last ah, weekend. Or something. <laughs> did, did I say hypothetically? I meant hypothetically. <laughs> I, I, I thought this was going to become like a real tale of two weeks ago or something or a month Maybe. ago. It was, it was a little while ago, but thank God I got that off my chest. Which is a lot of what we do, Hamish, isn't it? On morning at fever. I know. It's, it's, it feels a bit my, a bit confessional, man. I feel like we're big, it, it, this is uh, the uh, last week I listened and I was like, oh, man, I, I, was, I was revealing a lot about myself last week. Yeah, the uh, the teacher anecdotes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, man, I, I think we've got to treat Monday nights like not not so much like the priest. You know, it's not confession. It's, it's <laughs> mad Monday. Good. I don't know. It's mad Monday. It's, you know, you can be forgiven things yeah. on a Monday. The good thing about doing it on a Monday is, is like the weekends is when the stupidest shit happens to you in your life, isn't it? Like, for, for our foreign listeners, non-Aussies, I was out in a place called Surrey Hills on Saturday night. And then, you know, quite drunk, looking around for an Uber, Uber. And uh, we looked, and it was very expensive, like like double the price of what it usually is. Yeah. And then we were like, oh, we'll get a kebab. At least that hasn't left me, the kebab thing. Oh, we'll get a kebab. And then we flagged a taxi down. And he said, uh, and this is a very non-specific impression. This man is from nowhere, but he is from everywhere. And he said, my friend, my friend, $90, three of you, Uber. Uber, too too expensive, get in. But there was four of us. And he said, $100, four people, $10. And we were like, man. Man, man, you can't do that. One person does not cost $10. We have moved on from this in life. Anyway, so there's a little bit of back and forth. I'm saying to him, you should be wearing a stripy jumper and a balaclava, you thieving bastard. He's going, oh, funny guy, funny guy. Who's the funny guy? And then we were driving. We set off. Boom, straight for a red light speed camera. <laughs> and I went, ah, <laughs> for 10 minutes. <laughs> and he was not happy at all. Oh, I know. He was not happy at all. Oh, funny guy, funny guy. And then he, he, he found the funny side, which then led us to listen to like a lot of Pitbull on the way home. And he's like, see, no other cab in Sydney would you get great music like this. Me, number one cab. That's what you pay for. And I was like, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh. But then when we got home and I got out the cab. Yeah. I closed the door. I said, oh, at least you got a $100 anyway. I said, what do you mean? I said, oh, you only owe them $250, do not you, when the fine comes in? Ah! <laughs> <laughs> he was not happy at all. Man. And I'm glad I give him like a street address, not the specific address. Yeah. Just so I did not start a war. Yeah. <laughs> with, with this man who was from nowhere, yeah, but yeah. everywhere. Yeah, that's a weird accent because you never know. You you never know where they come from because you never know if it's like Eastern Europe or the or Middle East or even even just like you fucking don't know. Yeah, especially when they probably didn't sound anything like I just done there anyway. Yeah, yeah, but I know the accent you know? that you're doing, and it's like, you know, well, Hamish, I was doing it for humor. Yeah, yeah, no, but he I, was, I, I he was actually from Swansea. 
Oh, get in the back of the cab now. South Wales, get in the back of the cab now. Come on now. Now I sound like I've got a friend. <laughs> I've got a friend who's Irish called Niall, and he'll be listening to this. And Niall talks in a very specific way. No. You think you're the big man now, huh? I'll show you the big man now, huh? Come on now, huh? We'll be millionaires this time next year now, huh? That and is it's, the... an, it's, it's, it's the best accent ever. Oh, come on now, there, girl. Give me a little cup of tea there now, girl. Come on now, huh? <laughs> but that is a fucking strange accent. I mean, it's an amazing accent, though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I've got this Irish guy in work who said today, Oh my God, I've just panicked under the pressure of doing three back to back voices. Oh, I don't know if I can do it, Hamish. I don't know if I can do it. All right. He was, he was like, He's from Belfast. He's like, if they're not if they're not careful, I'll be putting the willies <laughs> up them. <laughs> and I was like, is that a threat? <laughs> I'll be putting the willies up them. <laughs> Isn't there some funny accents? Can you yeah, can yeah. you do can, is your is your impression of me any better? I don't know. I was listening to your I, I, by the end of this interview, I think it'll be all right, good. But I was listening to your voice the other day, and then I then I like spoke, and I consciously was like, like realized what I'd done, and you're like you're speaking in my accent, and I was like, I, I was just trying to understand where the rhythm is on it, and and, and yeah. then I like spoke, and I did it without like like almost subconsciously, but I, I heard the words come out of my mouth, and I was like. You know what I'm hoping by like episode seven of Morning a Fever. If like we do the show as each other. Yeah, I I, I think that I think that could be arranged by that time. But you And then I, and then I think we should ask people to email us, right? Yeah. And see who did it best. And the loser. Maybe there's a challenge in there. I don't know. I can't I, think five episodes ahead, Hamish. Well, I think I'll win this, Jack, because your accent, I think, is easier to get down than my accent. Because, oh! I don't think, do, you, because do you think I have, like, I don't think I have a very, like, Australian accent, do I? I don't. I don't think so. Yeah. It's Aussie enough. It's Aussie enough. It's Aussie enough. Yeah, and I'm not sure where I put the pronunciations on stuff because it's not like yours, where it's kind of like almost a bit rhythmical. You know what I'm, you know what I'm saying? I was, I was saying to you the other day, your your accent is like fast swing, you know, like <laughs> Michael Bublé on MDMA. That's what it's like. Yeah. Oh no, no, no. It's more like, 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 uh, just like an R and B drummer, like you know. Almost rockabilly, man. I, th- I suppose that's what it'd be, wouldn't it? Like that's if I had to go right now into Logic and hop on, I'd be trying to make that kind of, you know, early shuffly music. I don't know how to say this, man. Do, I feel like do, my do, do an impression of it. Do 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 my voice while you while you're doing. I do it. I do it at the end. I have to hear it for a while and and think about it because I was listening to how you were, where you were and also the pronunciation where it was falling. But at the moment, I'm very out of practice. I've just heard, I've just, uh, I've started TAFE to anybody out there. I'm not going to tell you where I'm studying. Shout but, uh, out TAFE. He's doing a course in venereal diseases. Yes, it's very, uh, it's very fascinating. It's very to the point. Uh, learn, learning lots. But anyway, my teacher has a Cockney accent. And uh, so that's the accent that's in my head at the moment. Yeah, but it's very similar to the to the Australian accent, the company. Uh, yeah, because that's man. Well, that's I've got. I think that's where my my grandfather's father was kicked out of London and sent over here. Nice, nice. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But um, he was. What, what did what so did maybe, he do? What did he do? Uh, kicked a can down the street too many times. No, I think he got in trouble fighting too many times. Oh. It's just a drunk brawler, I think. But um, I'm glad to see that carried through. 
the generations. Obviously. <laughs> <laughs> My name's Hamish, and I'll talk you to death. <laughs> That's it, man. I'm pretty defenseless. I, I, I didn't quite. Use your words, Hamish. Use your words. That's all I got, man. I'm not a good fighter. I'm too tall to fight. I feel like you got to be short to be a good fighter. I like all short-ish. Like all the boxes are short. You know what I mean? Yeah, if you're tall, well, you're not I a good fighter. Your best option is to run. They've got the reach. They've got the reach, haven't they, if you're tall? Yeah. But, longer arms. Yeah, but how many tall, lanky boxes do you see? Not many, man. Not many that are 6'4", helping in the ring. To be fair, not many try and have a fight with me. Though, so I'm quite lucky about that. Yeah, yeah we're man. not we're not great fighters in our family, man. <laughs> like, you know, we're good readers, you know. Yeah. Fucking, I think I've just quoted Kevin Hart there. Yeah, we're just like we're not we're not like that in our family. My old man was a bit of a boy when he was younger, but he's yeah. short, and I don't know if he had a bit of the old Napoleon syndrome going on. The little man. Yeah, yeah. See, but that's I feel why. Like it was there. That's why short people are good fighters, man, because they they feel they've always got that little little you know Jack Russell inside of them that's you know compensating for down there. Barking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. No bite. <laughs> well, some do. Was you ever involved in any uh, fighting at school? Any fisticuffs? Yeah, man. Well, I, I see. I went to a school in the country, so like my school was quite in rough. the country. Yeah, and there's not much to do. And there's a lot of kids there that are like, you know, probably don't have the best circumstances at home and stuff like that. So there's a lot of angry, pissed off people. And uh, I, su- I survived. So, yeah. Survive. I got in a couple. Did you get in many? Oh, mm, I, I got someone stole it on me once in school. And then what I know stole it that like a dog punch, would you say that over here? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. One, yeah, something like from behind. But what what annoyed me about it was he how we'd say it was he stole it on me. He just he crept stole up. it on you. Yeah, he stole it on me. Didn't even give you a chance. Didn't even give you a chance. But you know what it's like in school when something like that happens? It's then the talk of like Oh, I heard you got beat up. And you're like, motherfucker. Hmm. He stole it on me. No, but I had, I don't know, man. I feel like all men go through that phase of when, you know, you've got a little bit of hair on your balls. Your voice starts to go a little bit deeper and fighting is on the horizon. There's always an opportunity for a fight. (laughs) I've got a theory. You know, like when you're out and you see a fight and then... The cops get involved and people get arrested. And I, I feel like if the cops the next day just got the two people together, I'm like, what were you fought last night? You know, I, I that man spilled a drink on my shoes. So you thought it was a good reason to hit him? Well, yeah. <laughs> and then he goes, shake hands, you little fuckers. They shake hands. Everyone leaves happy. You'll never fight over that again. Yeah. Yeah, no that, that's that's like the that that that's is like the, that's, the, that's the school teacher thing, isn't it? Or you know, like when I played football, or soccer for you people. When I played that when I was a kid, that was the thing. Like if something was a bit tasty on the field, shake hands, you get on with it. Mm-hmm. That's like the, uh, but that's the that's how country towns work in Australia, dude. Like we went and played a gig one day in Captain Flats, the middle of fucking nowhere. This town has like two pubs and that's it. It has one police officer for the thing. And we rock up to this town because like young Henry's were putting on the, this little festival up there for like the bushfire. And we get there and, and we, we're playing outside in this like shitty open space. And um, there's, I can hear one guy in the front and it's like, don't, don't start Norton. Don't start Norton. Remember what I did to you last week? Anyway, Norton cracks the sheets and he's into him and he, this other bloke stands up and goes, and then they, he goes, you know, and then, you know, they, they, they start, the policeman finds out about it and he's, and he goes, oh, mate, go, I'll drive you home. I like that. Yeah. I like the idea that there's one policeman in the town, or police officer in the town, and he's not even the chief. Just like, 
Oh, I think he was. I think he's the sergeant, but I think he, I don't know. If he's he's, he's, he's just a beat cop, just like, like Sean Connery in The Untouchables. He's just a beat cop. Yeah. Could be the chief, but no, he's just a beat cop. Yeah, but he will tell everybody he's the chief. Yeah. Because there's yeah. no one else that discredited no, no, there's no one else, yeah. <laughs> no one else will know. Oh, but uh, man, so like when I was a kid, like that's how that no, like no one in my little town of Dubbo, like like uh, some people. Shout out Dubbo! Shout out Dubbo! Yeah, I mean, like we, I saw just heaps of fights growing up, but I never thought, mm. man, that's something I want to be doing. But some uh, some people I went to school with, I think you know, had a couple fights and then they won. And then when they would go out drinking, I feel like they wanted to then go and fight because they were then, they discovered something they were good at. <laughs> just yeah. wasn't a good thing to be good at. <laughs> oh man, you've just brought back some memories for me when I was a kid. So when I was about nine, um, I went around to my friend's house and we watched The Warriors. Right. <laughs> Yeah. Have you ever seen it? Yeah, yeah, I know the one. And it's like it's like all the gangs around and they're yeah. trying to get get out, and then you got the guy who's like, "I'll do it with this with the balls." Warriors come out to play. Warriors come out to play. Like that, but, and we became we were we lived on a estate called Fox Hunter Drive. Right. Yeah. And we became, we we became we 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 became the foxes. That right. was your gang. That was that was the gang. That's that a was the gang. gang name. That was the gang right there. The we foxes. could have been we could have been the fox hunters because we lived on that street. Could have been the hunters. You know what that sounds like? It sounds like what 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 a, like a like a forty year old or fifty year old women would call their little their like like that a single would call their little yeah lady yeah group the divorcee trip to yeah. Byron Bay. All single now, you know it's 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 Ms. Jones to you, you know all that, and they go and they they'd have black t shirts, pink writing, boxes. Boxes away weekends. <laughs> drinking wine. Yeah. Drinking Flirting with the 20 year old bartender. Yeah. Drinking bottles of wine at 9 a.m. <laughs> on their own. Big straw in there. Good on them. Shout out to those women. But yeah, we, man, we were the foxes, right? <laughs> and um, there, was, <laughs> there was a street behind us and it was called Barlow's. And we, we got into a bit of trouble one night with, uh, with the Barlow's, the Barlow's boys. I think they were called, if I can remember correctly. And um, they came and we like, Green Street had also just came out. You know, Charlie Hunnam, who's in Sons of Anarchy. Yeah. And uh, there's, a, there's a scene in Green Street and he goes, we must stand our ground and fight. And like, in our minds, we were the warriors. We were the Green Street elite. We were standing our ground. We were going to fight. And then... um. They like left or whatever, and we were all like, "Yeah, woo, woo! You better not come around these parts again, boy!" <laughs> like you know, <laughs> high fiving each other, planning to get a little leather, like waistcoats made. Foxes, foxes, you know, on the back, <laughs> <laughs> on the back, and that was that was gonna be our gang. And then we went, we like ventured down. To, you know, a few streets over. And you know, when you're a kid, a few streets over, it's probably 10 minutes away. But you're thinking, oh, I'm going to be home, going to miss me curfew. And you think, oh, what time is it? There was no phones. There was, you know, what, what, what time is it? Oh, yeah. Must be, must be 1 a.m. It was like 10 minutes after we left. It's probably five in the winter and it was dark. And we met these guys and they were like, Oh, who are you boys? And we were like, oh, we're, we're the foxes. And they were like, oh, yeah, we've heard of you. And we were like, oh, <laughs> oh, we were a gang with zero fights to our name and, uh, and a whole lot of respect. So, yeah, but I, you know, what's funny, man. I was thinking about, do you remember like when the UFC phenomenon came in, when it yeah. like became a yeah, big yeah. thing, right? 
So we we used to like just play football in my friend's back garden. And then I remember like UFC 2009 came out and the boys were like, right, that's it. Everyone go and get the boxing gloves that you've owned from wherever. And we literally just had a big fucking punch up. Yeah. I've got a story some, about this. On someone's like front garden. Yeah. And I was thinking, how fucking bizarre is that? <laughs> like there was, we went from watching wrestling where we were like, lad, let me do a pedigree on you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Would you record them? Uh, Would the boys record? Because we used to record I them on feel, the weekend I, and then send feel, the fights to each other and be like, I, yeah, did you? <laughs> I feel like they'd be somewhere. Yeah. Maybe maybe that when, when we're like big time on Patreon, maybe that could be our bag, man. Yeah, like oh, me, and you, me and you in a ball pit in like, in like an RSL kids bit, you know, like in a little, like at a fun park in a ball pit. With boxing gloves on and yeah. blindfolds. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that'd be fun. Going for each other. Do you know anyone with sumo suits? Because that would also be fun. Oh man, I would love that. <laughs> in the I ball would pit. Love that. Yeah, in <laughs> the ball pit. It's got to be a ball pit. Yeah, it's got to be a ball pit. It's just more I'm fun. All over the ball pit. So yeah. you, when you when you when you were fighting. Did you yeah. ever have like a, a pseudonym? Did you ever have like a like a, like a like a ring name? Yeah, I went. I I chose a shit ring name. I just wanted my initials at the time because I thought that was cool because I like had written it out on a piece of paper at school and I was like that looks cool. But in hindsight, when 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 you hear HR, it doesn't sound good. It sounds like a like <laughs> <an> apartment. <laughs> but I had like the little R. Like Toby, little... you beat Toby from the office. Yeah, but I like the little R because it came down and it had like the it was like the Rockstar logo that I'd ripped off. And on my mm. books, it looked it looked it looked cool. But on but if you said it out loud now, it sounds fucking shit. It sounds yeah. like the foxes. Hi ja. Hi ja. Come to deal with your compliance issues. <laughs> I've heard you've been Run I've heard ass. you've been sexting one of your co-workers. I'm HR and I'm going to deal with your problems. Yeah, man, that's that's now that's what it's become. But when I was at when I was at high school, you made you brought up a good point. Um, so there was this boxing gym, right? Yeah, that yeah. We, we all that I I started joining because I thought, fuck, I don't want to play cricket. I hate cricket. <laughs> Sorry to anybody out there. Man, man, I could not see you in a boxing gym. <laughs> well, not now, but when I was like years ago, I was like the first one. I went, I because this Jack in my town, shut up. These were my options, right? These are my options. Oh, sorry. I'm this so is sorry. When I, this is when I had you short said, hair. I'm man. sorry. You're a tough guy. HR. Sorry. I'm sorry. HR. Anyway. Hey, anyway, do you want me to tell my story? Or you yeah, please. Laugh please, please tell it. Please tell <laughs> it. Oh, right. God, I'm so sorry. So Ooh. I had the option in summer, like you to like, in, in summer, you either swam, like did swimming, or you. Did... <laughs> I'm, I'm not saying I was good at it. I just did it. Oh, go on, man. Yeah. You're yeah. swimming, you're cricket, or you're boxing. Yeah, but then you had you had you had boxing, which wasn't a bad shout at the time because the UFC like the UFC games had <laughs> come UFC, out. UFC, big big yeah. game. And like, I hadn't got into music yet, so I was still quite big because I was playing football then, and mm. and I was fit. So I was like, okay, I'm like like tall, like you know whatever. We'll go. Do, we'll, I'll go do boxing because I fucking hate cricket. It's the worst game. It's too hot. Sorry, anybody out there who loves cricket. I just, I just, I can't, I can't stand it. It's the worst game. It's just hot. And like, you're out there for like hours fielding. Have you played cricket, Jack? I can't hear. What have you done? Technology. You're back. Technology and me. I'm back. Um, yeah, my cricket was, I'm not saying it's a posh boy sport at home. But it kind of is. Whereas, okay. like, it's it's the everyman sport yeah. in Australia. Yeah. If, like, if you play cricket at home, I'm not saying... Uh, how do I say this without people who love cricket attacking me? 
It's just not my cup of tea. Any no. game you can play outside all day for five days and come out without a winner. Come on, man. Like, come on. Yeah. Man, fuck, I hate it. I just, I just, I just hate it. It brings me back to bad memories at school of just like melting on a field. But um, anyway, back to the boxing thing. I, uh, I joined this. Man, I joined... man, we, man, we get so sidetracked. Don't I we? know, so easy. <laughs> anyway, yeah, go on. Sorry. I, I, I joined this. I joined this boxing gym. Right, I'm the first one from my school, and I tell my friend I'm, I'm doing boxing. So he decides to join, and then all of a sudden. There's like now 20 boys from my school and we're all doing boxing and we're all taking it super seriously. And then we mm. all just jump in the rings, put on like the gloves and then we're just sparring each other like after school thing. And we had one, one Islander kid in our year. And the first time I got in the ring with him, I got, I got smashed, right? Yeah. The second time I got in the ring with him, I realized that he was like big, but he was overweight. Yeah. So I just kind of like walked, like walked around the ring, ring, and then he had to follow me. And by like the first round, he was tired. So the next round, I, I got him like a couple times in the in the nose, and his nose started bleeding. And it was the best oh, victory at school. I lived yeah. that for like a year in the glory yeah. of that. And then it was time to hang up the gloves after that. I felt like I there's no, I can't do this again. <laughs> hey, Char, dealt with the problem. Yeah, I love that. Did you, uh, did you? So I had like I used to think if I was going to be like it'd be like Jack the Headhunter Hughes. Yeah. I always I always imagined it, but I'm a lover, not a fighter. You know. Yeah, me too. It's not, a, it's not in my wheelhouse. Yeah. I but, but, I did it. I I did a little bit of uh, kickboxing. Yeah. At, like not long ago, actually. Um, and I I, I feel like a right leg kick. And the guy, uh, oh, what's his name? Rafael, his name is, right? He's Mexican. But, so Rafael is like six foot five. Big bloke. Probably probably 180 kilos, right? His nose is in 17 places. Like he's he's a he's a he's been through the wars, man, right? Yeah. But, but he's got a very, very high pitched voice. Oh, that's so funny. This this my name is Raphael. If he hears this, he will beat the shit out of me, right? <laughs> Jack, Jack, come on, man. You got this, man. But he's very... Jack, come on. Anyway, I threw a right leg kick, and he went, Oh, oh, boy, got some moves. Boy, got some moves. And then I'm in there like, oh, fuck. I'm a natural. Why haven't I been <laughs> kickboxing all this time? I was like... Fucking in my mind, I'm like, oh, Jack the Heads onto Hughes, we're on, you know. I'll be taking off heads by day, doing it again by the night, because I'll be fucking that good at it. I'll be double head hunting. And then I threw a left leg kick, and he proceeded to give me this noise as a response. Oh, oh no. Bum, bum. And I was like, a kid, you know, when you're a kid and you do something you don't like. I was like, Mom, I'm never going there again. And she was like, you're 25. You don't even live with me anymore. You do not have to call me up about these things. And I was like, no, Mom, you can't force. Nobody can force me to go back. And that's why I'm never going to be in the UFC. It's scary, though, man. Imagine, like, getting in there with these train killers, you know? Yeah, well, you just wouldn't, unless you're on a suicide mission, you have to be a train killer or, or why are you there? You know what I mean? Yeah, and I, and I think Liverpool's uh, doing pretty well for itself with terms of UFC fighters at the moment, Jack. I don't yeah. think they're going to need Jack Hughes in there. The- They've got enough. Have you ever heard that quote? And it was like, um, it was like, yeah, I thought I wanted to be a boxer till I got in the ring. And that guy, he really wanted to be a boxer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. And UFC, like, see, that you can, you know how you're saying about the long arm thing? I feel like that is only applies in, in, in terms of fighting in boxing because boxing is kind of not 
not derivative of street fighting at all. Like if you're in a real fight, you can't just pull out your boxing. You're fucked. You know, like I don't know how much boxing is actually going to help you in a real fight because you're you're pushing and shoving and everything else is going with it. There's knees thrown, you know, whatever. But in terms of boxing, long arms was the only saving grace that I had in the ring because I was like, well, my arms are like here. So therefore I can reach him, but he can't reach me. So now it's just a matter of me just like waiting. Waiting them out. Yeah. Waiting them out. Yeah. So like, but I UFC though, man, is such a fucking, you're, you're literally putting your like whole life at risk every time you jump in there. And the difference is yeah. like, too, when I see people doing UFC, I just think you're fucking crazy because boxing, you have to wear 16 ounce gloves, which are quite like heavy and quite padded. UFC, mm. what do you wear? You wear a cloth over your hand. Mm. And yeah, but the, you know, there's been more deaths in boxing since they introduced gloves than there was before because that, that pattern is pattern, but you're still taking a hit. So you take more hits. So that long term is worse for your brain. You know? You look, you look, yeah. Put it this know, way. Right I am wrong. not, I am not getting in there with anyone. Yeah. It's been it's, like, I got asked, I got asked if I do a white collar fight once. And I went, no, no, but, but, but mister, it, it's for charity. I don't give a shit what charity it is. I'm going to need charitable help. By the end of it, you know. <laughs> so, if West be, Underground takes that, off. That'll be the end of me. You won't be no. jumping in the ring with Jake Paul. No. Or? Oh, Jake Paul. You know what? What are your thoughts on Jake Paul? And I want this to be aside from the fighting. All right, my my opinion on the Paul. I actually we should do this as the Pauls, right? I love Logan Paul. Logan Paul has redeemed himself like in my books and over the years, I feel like where Logan Paul's at now, I feel like I like listening to his podcast. I like Logan Paul. I like his podcast. Um, I, I, and uh, I like, but I don't know about Jake, but because Jake's a wild card, man. Like he's, you know, Logan, I feel like he's the sensible one in that, in that, in that household. And then Jake is the problem child, which he's labeled himself as, and that's his branding thing. But I think, I think he doesn't have to work a day for the rest of his life, which I'm jealous about. But um, as a, as a character, I don't know, man, the man's a bit mysterious because you, you watch interviews or you watch him and you can see, you can see that like, he, he, I feel like he hasn't put out the real version of himself yet because he's always like in his head. And I don't know if he's like, he's living in a character of himself. I don't know. I feel like that man's a bit of a mystery. Even though he's so famous, I feel like he's got a bit of a facade up. That's interesting. Because other than the fighting, I probably have the same thing in common with those guys. Of neither of us know who the other one is. Well, I've never heard of the Pauls up until... <laughs> really? <laughs> up until the fighting, yeah. I like. I remember someone was like, uh, "Some guy over there was like, oh, yeah, that YouTuber's going in a fight." I was like, "Which one?" And they were like, "Oh," and I was like, "Nah, nah." Do you find yourself what? What you, have you got any kind of obsession with celebrity? Because I seen Rihanna like last week. Rihanna's having a baby. Yeah, and um, I, I seen people like going crazy for it. Yeah. Um, and I was a bit like, oh, that's nice, but I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, you know, stop the world. Yeah, I know that, man. I feel like I'm too self-involved, if I'm being completely honest, to give a shit about <laughs> too much about celebrities that much. You know, <laughs> um, <laughs> look, I there's only a few people I feel like I really would fangirl over meeting. You know, if I got mm. to meet one of the Gallagher brothers, if I got to meet Paul McCartney or Ringo, I'd be fangirling. If I got to meet Russell Brand, I'd be fangirling. If I got to meet Johnny Depp, I'd be fangirling or Elon Musk. And that that is about the extent of where you're going to see me like being a fangirl. Yeah. I, I met Russell Brand. Have I told you this story? No, but I'm very jealous. 
Okay, so um, it's it's two weeks, let's say, before COVID enters its little face into the place we call home, right? And I'd been to work on a Tuesday, and he was doing this. Um, it went stand up. It was like a live show, and he was talking about like. The 12 steps and recovery and all stuff like that. But there was jokes in it, you know, there was always gonna be jokes in it. Um and I he was on at the State Theatre in Sydney and I called my girlfriend and I was like, you know, Russell Brand's playing tonight. And she was like, Oh, oh yeah. And I went, I'll tell you what I'm gonna do. Cause I hadn't done anything in work. So I went like dirty or anything. I was like, but I'm in shorts and a t-shirt. I said what I'm going to do is I'm just going to go into the city and buy some clothes and then we can go, you know, and watch Russell Brand. And then I asked her to get me dry shampoo because I had a bit of a greasy, yeah. we'll yeah. call it a greasy weave. Let's call it that. Um, ah, you could fry an egg on his head. It was that greasy, right? And and <laughs> and I was there and then... We're in the row, and I was a little bit like, you know, a little bit anxiety about the fact that I've got greasy hair. I'm wearing clothes I've just bought half an hour before, you know. And they weren't. Yeah, I know what you mean. Are you? They weren't. They weren't me clothes. You either. feel just like, I, I didn't. If I'd have been going to see Russell Brand, which I've seen him do stand up before a few years ago, and I, you know, I. He's, he, you said the same about Johnny Depp, right? The big influences on me because, like, as a kid, like, being a scouser, you don't really have those people who are, like, artsy and out there and, you know, who yeah. are a little bit feminine and all that. And th- so they, for me, were like, oh, the people, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll, like, hold your thought. I just want to say one thing. You are the only other person ever I've met. Who, who stole, um, who we stole the same thing from both of those people you just mentioned, Johnny Depp and Russell Brand. All right. I, I went, when I, when I was got really, all of a sudden, overnight, when I got interested in both of those guys, all of a sudden, I owned 20 scarves the next day. Yeah. 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 They started the whole scarf collection. Yeah. It's, uh, I- I'm the same, man. I, like I have like I have I think five scarves on my mic stand, which I kind of stole. Well, I did steal from oh. Steven Tyler, but then I wear a scarf. And uh, someone said to me at a gig once, "You got love scarves?" And I was like, "No, mum, I haven't." Um, yeah, I feel like it was um, for me. You know, it was like Russell Brand in like 2005, 2006, and he was dressing like a an S and M Willy Wonka, you know, and his boots and everything, his clothes, like yeah. it. And it's the Steven Tyler thing of like you don't know how expensive it is to look this cheap, and it, just everything about him, he was loud, I'm loud, like just all that shit, um, and and then when I got to meet him. It was so fucking strange, right? Because we were on this row and there was this guy next to me. I'm going to send you the photo, right? And I want you to post the photo with it, right? And there was this guy next to me who looked as if he was the guy who Russell Brand copied off, right? Like he was his idol. This guy was, you know, Russell loved this guy. Right, anyway... So I'm we're like on this row and he Russell Brand's on the stage and he like waves and goes, Oh hi Ed. Oh, I really wish I could remember the names. I hope they're doing well. They're really nice people. Like, hi Johnny and Marie, or whatever they were called, right? And he, he waves. And then after this gig, he like walks out and fucking walks straight up to them. Yeah. Right? And I'm stood next to them. And if I could describe the feeling going on inside my body, it was probably a little bit like you when you finally got to relief your your urine in, into a nice toilet bowl. It yeah. was exactly the same. Right? And I was just like, 
And my missus was like, what's what, what? And I was like, he's coming. He's, he's coming up here. He knows these people. So I just stayed by these people. And I think they knew that for me, it was like my, <laughs> it was going to be my time. <laughs> yeah. and, and they were like, obviously knew him. And he comes up and he says like, I hi, I hi Johnny Marie. And he's like, comes over and he's talking to them. And then I was like, like <laughs> and now this is just an audio episode, right? But I was like, I had my hands like stood next to my legs. And I was like, I didn't take a breath. And I was like, and my missus is like, calm the fuck down. Like, stop being weird. And I literally, he, this is what happened, right? He's talking. And Johnny, I can't, I'm going to call him Johnny for the sake of this story. Really wish I knew his name. He like turns and goes, oh, Russell, uh, this is our friend. And puts his hand out to me, right? As if he's an angel saying, come on down, little boy, you're going into heaven. Yeah. You're going to meet the big guy. And I'm there in someone else's fucking clothes, essentially, not mine. I haven't worn them since. Looked like an arsehole. Greasy hair, right? <laughs> Meeting the guy who I've fucking idolized since I was nine, right? Meeting him. And I just, I, I just like freeze. The hands are unclenched from, from the legs. I'm like, put my hands on him. And he said, fucking hell, you look like me. And I inside, <laughs> boom, mine explodes, fireworks everywhere. I felt like I'd lost virginity again, except it was good this time and it went weird and I knew what I was doing, but I didn't know what I was doing. And I'm there and I'm with Russell fucking brands, right? And he says that to me. And I was like, oh my God. And I grabbed him and I said, you don't even fucking realize what you've done for my life. Thank you. And I love you. And he said, I love you too. And then we got a photo, and I, and what 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 is kind of the most perfect way of a Russell Brand story coming to its culmination? Right, is on the photograph, photograph on the photograph that my missus took. He's not looking at the camera; he's looking at her. <laughs> I, like he's looking at it and when I seen the photo I went oh <laughs> like I know he's married with kids now but I was like yeah go on Rusty <laughs> and she was like no he wasn't and I was like he was and you know why he was and you know now, you know how I know he was because I'd have really done good. the same fucking thing. <laughs> Musty Rockets. Yeah, man. Yeah. Oh. I, I feel like it, it was just... And then, like, COVID hit. Yeah. So we were his last... He was touring Australia. And we were his last show in Australia before... Oh, everything. so this is here. This is in Sydney. This oh, is... This is... This is March 2020. Oh. Yeah. I could have, I know what that was, dude, because like I remember not buying tickets to that and feeling very. I think it was called, I think it was called like Healing or something like that. Yeah. It was really good. Like I say, when a comedy show, it was just like, yeah. Yeah. But obviously it's him, so it was funny. But uh, yeah, man. And then the world went to shit. I remember we got the train, right? We had a few drinks at a show about, you know, healing yourself from the 12 steps and, you know, being a better you. And I'm there like, ah, it's Russell Brand. And I'm pissed, right? And uh, with greasy hair, fucking greasy hair. My missus, I will never let her live that down, right? Because I'm like, yeah, imagine you met your idol. You have greasy hair. <laughs> and a shirt. <laughs> and a shirt that you would never wear again. He probably thought you'd just come from working at KFC or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, who's this guy? Um... The and then I was on the train home and I was looking at my phone. Yeah. And you know what's funny about it? Have you ever had a dream where you meet someone and you try and get a photograph? Yeah. Why am I saying photographs are weird? I don't know. It's reminding me of the Nickelback song. I, 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 
<laughs> Look at this photograph. Being Russell Brand, it still makes me laugh. And um, yeah, I was looking at this photy photo. Selfie. Looking at this, well, well, looking at this photo all the way home. And I, I've dreamt before. I've met I've met him in dreams. And you know, your brain can't comprehend the technology of an iPhone. Because otherwise we'd all be inventing iPhones ourselves. And like I'll be on my phone and I'll be like trying to take a fucking picture. And I can't I can't access it. And usually at that point, I've had it so many times. Usually at that point, I go, Oh, it's a dream. Yeah. You're in a dream. You lunatic. Yeah. And and then yeah, and I was looking at this all the way home. And then I woke up the next day and I looked at it. And to be I'll send you it, man. I'll send you it. And I really hope we can find out who that older couple was because they were the best people. They they didn't have to do that, but they knew they were doing something good. You know what I mean? And they, anyway, this photo, man, the amount of people were commenting on it, like, I have never seen you smile like that before. <laughs> because it was like, <gasps> yeah. And then COVID happens. So I feel like, you know, they say you should never meet your heroes because there could be a pandemic around the corner. <laughs> Oh man, did you ever read his book? Like, yeah. he's got a couple, but did you ever read but, the revolution one? Yeah, yeah, it it's good, man. It is good, but I like I, I respect what he tried to do, and he, you know, he put his celebrity on the back burner a little bit, man. He pissed off a lot of people, and I just, I just love him. I, I feel like, have you ever read my bookie book and my bookie book too? This time it's personal. No, I haven't. Which I think is the ones. best, the best tag for a fucking, for a book ever. I've got the man. I'll, I'll loan you them. We can have a Monday Night Fever book club. <laughs> you'll you'll really enjoy it. Tonight's nice episode, we read the Bible. <laughs> the people are here for that man. They're in the wrong place, I think. Yeah, yeah. I wonder what fascination people have with listening to two very handsome men just go on and on and on and on and on that's it man it's hard. but they can't even see us through the thing so we could have a face like a bulldog and they wouldn't know it you know if they just yeah, that's, that, that that's not true because we're a pair of stunners if you ask me P- pair of knockouts <laughs> that's what you're listening to man i uh, look well i suppose our artwork gives it away that we're uh you know, almost our faces almost like fit, which is the scary thing. I was saying to my girlfriend, she's like, you look like one person, except you have a longer head and he has a wider face. Cheeky cow. <laughs> I, I know, but I was like, you know, you're all, you, that is true. Like they're, uh, you know, and I was like, that's almost scary. We are one. We, are. Yeah, man. I, I've had a couple of people be like, oh, that's not you, is it? And I'm like, yeah, it's one half. One half. <laughs> the bad half. Yeah. The bad half. The bad half. <laughs> I uh, and it's also funny because in that photo that we used as the cover art, I'm I'm like smiling and you're like frowning the other way, so the mouth goes like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there we are. I wish we could get one where you put one eyebrow up and I'd like shut one eye. So it's really fun. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, get that thing going. Oh, should man. we should we make this a video episode? No, I like it being audio. Well, I was thinking we should put the Russell Brand thing with the with the video on TikTok and see how it goes. But then I thought the demographic of TikTok probably don't even know who Russell Brand is. It's probably an old. They man. know who Russell Brand is. They're kids, man. Russell Brand. He was married to Katy Perry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> how annoying would that be? Like of all your accomplishments, to be known as someone's wife or husband, like yeah. that's it. That's it. Would you um? Did you ever watch that documentary that he put out, or someone put out about Russell Brand, where he was going through the period where he was off like heroin, but he was just shagging people, and he's doing all these, he's doing, <laughs> he's doing all these like shows and talking to people when he's going through this thing, and he's dressed like, he's dressed, he's dressed like he's going to an orgy all the time at this point. Mm. He's wearing all the leathers at this time. He's got 
He's got that whole thing going on where he's got leather pants that you know haven't been washed for five days. Mm. You've, been there. You've that, yeah. been not, not, not knowing this leather pants though. Yeah, but there's there's the cameraman going to this scene where he's just taken where some random fan has just been like Russell, Russell and touching him and he's just walked straight over to the bathroom. But the camera guys are outside and they haven't turned off the camera. <laughs> and you can hear you can hear him. You can hear him in the bathroom. Like it's not they're not going at it yet, but it's like at that moment where they're going at it. And just just what he's saying before he's about to have sex in a bathroom stall. It was just the funniest yeah. shit I've ever heard in my life. With a stranger. Yeah, with a stranger. <laughs> it's just like, oh, you know, you've got really nice hair. <laughs> you're halfway taking the clothes off and you're talking about it. Have you watched, um, I was on years ago. So Matt, who, who was like his long, it's like his writing partner, and he's like his best friend. Um, they did the XFM show with uh, Noel Gaga. Yeah. Part of the time, but the, anyway, Matt and Russell go to um around the states and they're basically following Jack Kerouac on the road, yeah. And they're going to like different readings and like going out. And man, I remember watching that. I, I, I think that may have been one of the first things I'd watched that he was in, and I was like, Who the fuck is that? Yeah, and I feel like Celebrity is a bit of a, a bit of a funny one, isn't it? Because I, I feel like there's only a few people who I would really, really fangirl over. And he, I met him, and, and it happened. I'll be honest, it happened. Uh, Stevie G, ex Liverpool player, legend. Um, I feel like if I met Mick Jagger, I'd be more confused than anything else. Yeah, I, do, I think Big Jagger would be somebody who you would meet and you, you would be confused, hey, because I don't think he would be the one, per, like he wouldn't come across as a rock star, I feel like. If you met him, like he oh, he is, but he's, you know, uh, has got, mm. got all the accolades under the sun and has probably been one of the first. But but I feel like anybody who talks about Mick Jagger, that, that met, met, like who knows him, is, he's just like a businessman behind closed doors. Mm. You know, like his kids have Calvin Klein as their godfathers and stuff like that and have all these billionaires as their, all the kids have billionaire godfathers mm. and godmothers. And where Keith Richards and Ronnie, I feel like, was where I'd want to hang out. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I'd probably be get on with Ronnie Wood the most. You'd personally. get on with Ronnie so much. You'd just yeah. be painting each other, <laughs> painting each other in the nude. Yeah. <laughs> Like as much as I would like Keith to be the guy that I could probably connect with the most out of the stones, I don't think it would be. I think it'd be Ronnie. <laughs> yeah, Ronnie. I, I think as well, actors. Is there any actors who you feel like if you met, you'd be crazy? Crazy over? Mm. No, I feel like I feel like I could meet Leo, like Leonardo DiCaprio, and probably not be that impressed by it, you know. But if I met Johnny Depp, I'd be over the fucking moon. I'd be a fan. I feel like Al Pacino. If I met Al Pacino, I'd be like, what the fuck? What the fuck? Ooh-ah! Just all that going on, you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Have you seen the film? Oh, what's the name can of the I, film? Can I, while we're talking about actors, can I tell you a very weird story? Tell me a weird story. All right. So I'm, I'm, I'm here at Frankie's one night, and I'm, I'm with Paul, and I'm with, I'm with a friend who... This 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 friend, uh, shout out to shout out to Aaron. He won like this competition in the Philippines, which is like their X Factor. And for five years, he lived the best life he's ever lived, where where he got you know where he was like um, experienced like the Beatle mania, but it was just Aaron mania. And um, and then something else happened. The world pandemic happened, and he came back to Australia. And um, I don't think I think he was finding it hard to like to to settle in at this time, like to settle to simulate back into real reality. <laughs> and uh, we're we're at we're at Frankie's, and uh, and all of a sudden it's like they're you know, they're, they're kind of hushing some people out and not letting them back in. And then this guy comes into the Frankie's, and I and everyone's like, "Oh my god, that's Taika Waikiti!" And I didn't know who this fellow was. I had no idea. And um, and but and beforehand, I was out the front of Frankie's, you know, 
And um, I, I'd, I'd seen him come in and I was like, oh man, that's a cool jacket. And he's like, thanks, thanks. And I uh, came in and sat down, but he's directing like all the Avengers movies and stuff. Oh, wow. And, uh, and like he, there's a movie called Jojo Rabbit that if you watch, it's like, a yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, he directed that and he's in that movie. And I couldn't, and I just, I'm there having a conversation with him and I was like, oh, this is pretty cool. And he's like, and then, and then my friend realizes that who he is. And it was mm. an embarrassing moment of my life. Never, I just wanted to like run. I've never wanted to run so fast in my life. He tries to talk himself into the next Avengers movie. Oh, oh no. Yeah. Oh no. He's like, you. <laughs> oh no. And at that point, we were. And done. his name, his name was Tom Holland. Yeah. Oh, oh fuck. But, um, yeah, man, that was like that was like a cool moment that ended that was started off cooler and just went. I feel like with with celebrities, with you know, especially the big stars. I feel like if you met them and didn't really know who they were, or you know, like didn't like give them that much attention and blubber all over them do you like that yeah because their life is constantly just yeah and i feel like selfie craze is a funny one isn't it because people just go up with the phone yeah and don't even say you can have a picture can have a photograph they just take it yeah, and there's part of me that that's regretted that you know, like I've met some some uh, important people, and I wish I took photos. But then, but then also mm. I didn't take photos and just have stories. Yeah, I feel like the stories are better sometimes, man. Yeah, because I never wanted to be. Except you know who? Uh, uh, one one moment of meeting somebody that I was really let down. So I don't know if you have this in England, but do you, we have a thing called play school over here. Mm. It's like a TV show for kids. No, but I've been watching it since I've been here. Have you? I'd say it's also for adults, to be honest. Anyway. No, man, I, I, I have not had the viewing pleasure. Oh, all right. So Play School's like this show that they have on for kids. And it's like and they read stories and they've got like a big bear. And like, it's, you know, it's just a fucking wacky show if I try to explain it to you. But anyway, the fellow at play school was on this movie set I was on when I was a, like a child. And, and I'm, I'm, I'm at this were time. You, were you, you were a child star. You weren't being trafficked, were you? Don't think so. <laughs> I don't want to get into my trauma at the moment. Um, there was finance. There was cash. That was, that was handed over. Bodily fluids were not the currency. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Let's get that clear. So I, I, I'm thinking in my head, oh my God, that's the guy from play school and on play school would they, they always are, they tell you what the time is on the show. And it's like, what's the time on the hickory dickory clock. And, uh, it's just, it's like one of the parts of that show. And he was wearing a watch and, and I thought here, I'm going to, I'm going to, and I was like, Hey, and he's like, looked at me. He's like kid 13, (laughs) you know, just going, what do you want? And I was like, what's the time on the hickory dickory clock? Cause he's wearing a watch and he's like, fuck off kid. And I was like, Oh shit. <laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> All right, man. <laughs> <laughs> and, th- and that's why I got in a boxing. Yeah. <laughs> if I ever see him again. Yeah. It'll be the last time. Yeah. Anyway, he so said like, that that kind of like broke my heart. Fucking hell! Fucking hell! Yeah, imagine like meeting somebody who you, like you'd 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 learn how to origami from you know as a kid, and mm. then see him in real life, and you try to be try to make one joke, and he just stares at you with no emotion, and just like fuck off. It all falls apart. Yeah. Who's calling you? I don't know, man. Oh, oh my 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 girlfriend. Oh yeah, he's got a girlfriend. People. Yeah, and it come. It just came through my MacBook. Shit. I thought I told her it was Monday night. Uh, um, Monday night fever. Fever filming. Do you want to go a singing that? No, I don't. I think you're putting the if if I'll have a go one time where where 
where now I don't where where I don't feel pressured. I'll just do it okay. when I feel it. When I'm okay. in the is it coming? Is it coming in this one, or do I have to wait? Uh, just just after I throw you out to the ball pit. Yeah, the sumo look. suit, and as you're falling and you and you you're tumbling down and you're rolling, you're rolling to one side, and then you start whoa, 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 start tipping over to the other side, and you just go. <laughs> I don't know about that, Jack. I think I'll we'll be we'll be there doing our celebrity boxing, and uh, and uh, I'll I'll say it to you then, and you'll be like, "What the fuck?" And I'll be like, <laughs> 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 "Caught me off guard. He stole it on me. He stole it on me." But I was looking right at you, so you never said I fever. I wonder what people used to do before Monday Night Fever. That's a good question. What? I wonder what. I wonder what. Wonder what. Do you remember what you used to do before Monday Night Fever? You used to Gosh. dream about it, didn't you? you? Used to. Used to dream about it. No, I don't know, man. I can't remember. It was a too long ago, man. Who? Who wants to remember? Not me. <laughs> Not, Not me. me at all. It wasn't that interesting. Anyway, let's it put it up. Couldn't have been. Couldn't have been. Now, I mean, oh, let's get off this 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 topic because I don't know where this where this started or where this ends. So I just.